Hey everybody, thanks for joining Look at the Book again today. Hope you're having a good day today. We're going to look at a subject that I think is very important today, uh, especially when we look at verse uh, 20 of or 7 of Acts chapter 20. Last time we talked about three farewells in chapter 20. There was the section we looked at last time, which was talking about his farewell journey. Today we're going to look at his farewell uh, service that he had with his brothers and sisters. And then next time we're going to look at the farewell message. So let's read Acts chapter 20, verses 7 through 12. It says, and On the first day of the week, when the disciples came together to break bread, Paul, ready to depart the next day, spoke to them and continued his message until midnight. There were many lamps in the upper room where they were gathered together, and in a window sat a certain young man named Eutychus, who was sinking into a deep sleep. He was overcome by sleep, and as Paul continued speaking, he fell down from the third story and was taken up dead. But Paul went down, fell on him, and embracing him said, Do not trouble yourselves, for his life is in him. Now when he had come up and broken bread and eaten and talked a long while, even till daybreak, he departed. And they brought the young man in alive, and they were not a little comforted. When I go into a bookstore, there are certain things that uh, I look for, especially when I'm looking at Bibles. I'll go to a Bible, and uh, I'm interested in study Bibles, and so I'll, there are certain passages that I want to see how the writer of the study notes uh, looks at them. Acts chapter 20, verse 7 is one of those verses that I look at to see if they talk about this being a common meal, to see if they talk about this being the Lord's Supper. Uh, of course, I look at Mark chapter 16, 15 and 16, see how they deal uh, with baptism, Romans chapter 6 as well. And that gives me an idea of what kind of notes or what kind of direction uh, the note writer is going to go in. Well, when I look at this text, the first question I ask myself is, how does it start off? It starts off by saying they gathered together on the first day of the week. And what did they do? They gathered together to break bread. Well, let's start with the first one. Why did they gather on the first day of the week? Why didn't they gather on Saturday? Why didn't they gather on the Sabbath? Because the Sabbath was for those who came out of Egypt. The first day of the week is our celebration day because of what? Christ rose on the first day of the week. And so on the first day of the week, they gathered together to take the Lord's Supper. Went to a church one time and uh, on vacation, and when we went into the church, we noticed that there was a piano. So we asked, are you going to play the piano? He said, not today, that uh, the gal is out sick. We also noticed uh, they didn't have any communion set out. So we asked, do you take communion? He says, no, we only take communion once a month. And we asked him, we said, well, what does the Bible say? And we found it interesting what he told us. He said, the Bible says you should take it the first day of every week. Of course, we said, why don't you? And his response was, I'm just a hireling here. Uh, I just do what they tell me to do. That was a very scary statement to me to, to be made. But they're talking here about the Lord's Supper, not a common meal. So some like to go to 1 Corinthians. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, it says, as often as you do this, well, that's okay. As often as you do, it should be the first day of every week. Okay, And then I always find this interesting. Uh, 
This is what the example is of the early church. But I always find it interesting because they'll say, well, you know, as often as we do this, we don't have to do it every first day of the week. And I will always ask, well, how often do you take up a collection? And most of the time they say every week. And I say, well, what's the difference of taking the Lord's Supper and taking up a collection? Because in 1 Corinthians chapter 16, it says uh, they use the first day of the week to gather their collections. And the language is the same on the first day of the week, not the first day of every week. But we know that every week has a first day, don't we? And so if we just do what the scriptures say, instead of trying to uh, read into it something, we'll be a lot better off. Um, the other thing said here is how important the message is. Paul, knowing this would be the last time he would see these, had a lot to say. He didn't worry about speaking for 30 minutes. He didn't worry about speaking for an hour, two hours. He spoke till he was finished giving his message. In this case, he spoke till midnight or till the next day, it says. He needed to teach them, encourage them, and strengthen them. Like he had when he went back through all the other churches that he had established. I believe those things are still needed today. When we come together, we should teach each other, we should build each other up, and we should strive to uh, reach out to others. Why don't we do this today? Why don't we preach till midnight today or till uh, the next morning? Let me be honest. This may get me in trouble. But being honest, I believe we've become too busy. We've become so busy, we, we, we just can't stay more than an hour to two hours. I'm told in the old days that people used to bring their lunch to church. They would have service. Then they would have lunch on the grounds together. And then they'd have another service before they go home. Now, I know part of the reason they did this is because many of them came from long distances to worship. So they just made a day of it. But often today, it seems sometimes like we can't wait to get away from the church and to, to get about our, our business. I'm not advocating that we stay till midnight. But what I am saying is this. This is a chance to fellowship with our brothers and sisters in Christ, who it should be our goal and our hope that with these same people, we're going to spend eternity in heaven. So should we not enjoy the company of one another? Maybe another reason we don't preach and stay together so long is maybe we might have too many like this young man who fell out of the third story window when he fell asleep and died, and we don't have a Paul to bring any of those folks back to life. I'm just joking about that. But even on this question, even on this, people question it. Was the young man really dead? Or had he just fallen asleep? Luke, who wrote the book of Acts, was a doctor. I believe he would know if the young man was dead or asleep. Have you ever wondered why so many question scriptures? Many question everything the scriptures say. I pray that we may just strive to understand his word and not question everything he says, but trust God. 
Let's make worship a special time in our lives as Paul did in his life. Thanks for being here. See you next time.